just because you may have handled your irrational human reaction to your numbers in step two, doesn't mean you're done. Take a deep breath and repeat after me. You're never done being human. You'll only get more seasoned at noticing and loving yourself when you're feeling negative emotions, which I admit is amazing getting to that advanced stage alone. And my clients actually blow their minds with how calm they can be while they're in the thick of the fields. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. This episode is all about how to recalibrate your revenue goal partway through the year. Goal setting is easy on January 1st. I get it. But how about August 9th? Is the math adding up? And if not, how can I make the right changes so that it does? Should I lower my goal? The answer is usually no. And in this episode, we are going to share with you the five steps to doing the math to help you reach that goal, regardless of how you're tracking so far. This entire process should only take you an hour. And once you've done it, you'll be refocused and ready to get back to your action plan. Now let's take a quick second to recognize our client of the week. Today's client of the week is Andrea. Andrea is the owner of Panier Cadu. Oh, I apologize in advance for my French accent. I'm trying, right? She is such a beautiful name of her company because her company specializes in luxury gifting with purpose. For those people in your life that feel really hard to shop for, you know, the ones that have champagne taste and seem to have everything that they need. Andrea is in the splash pad. And I'm celebrating her simple win of marketing one offer this month and helping people feel more ease in the buying process. Like it's just easy. Oh, you have that? Solve this problem. Let's go. Here's my money. If you have lots of products and services on your menu, it can be easy to feel overwhelmed. But the work we do in the splash pad is all about keeping things simple as you are just experimenting until you get to the first 50K in your business. For you and for your clients, it should be easy and simple. Shout out to Andrea for getting into simple action this month and shout out to me who also felt so compelled by the offer that Andrea marketed. I actually bought two. Now that is good marketing. Go check out her business at Panier Cadeau. That is at P-A-N-I-E-R dot C-A-D-E-A-U on Instagram and tell her I sent you. We're going to keep the hype sesh short and sweet today because you don't need a lot of words to feel something deeply in your body. This hype sesh is for those of you who are starting something new and it's going, let's say, less than fabulous. So many of my clients are starting new things right now, selling a new offer, learning a new tool in the Masterful CEO School, trying a new type of marketing, actively unlearning people-pleasing, you guys know who you are, and many of them are totally sucking. It's amazing. They're kind of, I don't know, appalled when they hear me being so cavalier about their suckage, but that's because they don't get that they're supposed to suck. Oh yeah, right? You're supposed to suck. In the beginning of a new thing, we're just probably not going to be amazing. But the trick is not to mix that up in a bowl of thoughts about your capability. 
you are 100% capable of crushing this new thing. And also, of course, you're going to suck. But, and listen close, if you let the suck phase mean that you should quit or more sneakily, try it again when things calm down or when the kids go to school full time or when you aren't so stressed, you'll never realize your capability. Most people don't ever know their capacity. It's actually limitless. So to be fair, I don't know if it's possible to fully realize, but we know damn sure that whatever you're experiencing right now, ain't it. This is not your capacity. This is a drop in the ocean of what you're capable of. So if you're in the beginner phase of something, or if you're a client reading this, here is my tip. Know that you're beyond capable without any evidence that you are, and then be willing to suck for however long it takes to prove yourself right. Okay. Today we've got a money episode for you. And I know you've been craving this. You guys let me know that the money episodes are some of your favorite. And if you're brand new to the show, welcome. These shows are broken down into what I think are the three pillars of growing your business, which is money management, time management, and managing your mind drama, or what I call your CEO drama when you own a business. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about the path to your goal and making the path to your goal simple. It's time to demystify making money because money is not as mysterious as people make it out to be, especially in the interwebs. It's just how we connect as a society. We exchange money for what we value, period. Before there was money, we traded goods and services. If you had a sheep and I was cold, I would trade you wool for some of my eggs for my chicken or some hardtack, that you truly wretched sounding survival bread that we learned about in, uh, in our textbooks. Hey, times were tough. And if you valued survival, that was the move. I get it. Luckily, we've evolved now to exchanging beyond survival. That's the world that we're living in. And let's pause to realize how freaking incredible that is. Whether in the beginning you were listening to the hype sesh and you're in the suckage and you're, you're too zoomed in to realize that still you probably got it pretty great. We are so evolved. We've even evolved past the beanie babies being the most valuable thing ever market. Remember that? Tangible trade of goods and services was admittedly clearer. So today, while we're often exchanging ideas for money or maybe a service that's less tangible, we might need to do a little more work to make the exchange tangible in our brain before we feel confident in selling it. Okay. So before we dive into the math and the money, this episode is going to be very black and white. It's important that you decide on the value of your offer. Decide that the value matches or exceeds the price that you're charging. Imagine if someone told you they were cold and you were shaky on the value of them being warm. Someone's telling you, oh my God, I'm so cold. I'm cold. I'm cold. And you're like, I don't know. I could offer my sheep's wool, but I don't know if they want it. I don't want to bother them. I don't want to come across as salesy. What? You guys, undervaluing our offer sounds ridiculous when we've made the result of what we're serving up tangible and clear. If someone is cold, you offer them what you've got. And if that's wool, that's that, right? If they're like, I don't know, maybe next month, 
sincerely think, what would you be curious about? How do you plan to stay warm this month? Can I ask what will be different next month? What's the cost of waiting? You could get sick. You could get frostbite. Do you understand that I could get you and your whole family warm by tomorrow? Okay. Now, whatever your offer is, you're going to set a goal. If you're a newbie, you're going to make it a 30-day goal. But if you're already selling and earning, like many of you are who listen to the show, make it an annual goal. And then we're going to do the math. So I'm going to walk you through what I'm doing almost three quarters of the way through the year. Because real talk, the reason I decided to come up with this episode is because I find that setting goals in the beginning of the year feels clear, feels easy, feels simple, feels doable. But what people don't know how to do is how to reassess and recalibrate and align themselves to that goal if the math isn't adding up some of the way or part of the way through what they feel like they have to do. And what you might feel like you have to do is wait until January 1st. And you're like, uh, kind of scrap this plan, whatever it ends up being. And then we'll just start from fresh again in January. No, we have about at the time that you're listening to this episode, about four, a little over four months left in the year to create magic, to create value and to exchange money. Okay. So for me, my goal is 300K. So you want to check in on your plan. Check in and know your goal. If you didn't set a goal, just that one now, no big deal. Check in on your plan. Is it still the plan? Did anything change? So for example, I planned two launches with two pre-launches for the Masterful CEO School. I planned to launch the Splash Pad. And my plan was to leave space for five one-on-one clients at six months each, right? So I could potentially have 10 one-on-one clients. That was my plan on January 1st to reach 300K. That math added up. Now I have to look and see where am I at? And then I need to say, okay, did I show up to all of that plan so far? So in this case, I did. I did my launches as expected. I have done the pre-launches. Everything is... uh, as it was last year when I checked in, I had made some changes halfway through the year based on some personal things that come up. There's nothing wrong with that either. We want to neutrally address, okay, like did the plan change so that we can see, okay, is the math not adding up and something was wrong with my plan or did I just not show up to the plan or I changed the plan? So of course the math isn't going to show up, right? So check in on your plan. Is it still the plan? Did anything change? Do you need to reassess and recalibrate the plan? So what I would recommend for this entire process is that you just schedule out about an hour to do the entirety of the five steps that I'm going to give you in this episode. So step one that I just mentioned, right, is you're going to check in with your goal. What was your goal? Look at your plan. That should take you about, I mean, it took me about five minutes. I'm really clear with planning and goal setting overall. So if you didn't have as clear of a plan, you might just need more like 10 to 15 minutes to look back and be like, okay, what did I actually do? Did I outline a clear plan and just see like, okay, if I didn't have a plan, maybe what was my process? And then say like, what is going to be the remaining plan for the rest of the year? Then you're going to move on to current tracking. So you check in on where you're at when it comes to that goal in in revenue. So 
my tracking process, I have outlined for you guys in episode 109 for numbers that every business owner should be tracking. So I'm not going to go fully into it today, but you can go and check out that episode if you want to begin a process for tracking, or if you want all the worksheets that I offer and you want the accountability and you want to be coached through it. Of course, we do all of this each month together in the Masterful CEO School. And that is something that becomes a habit by the end of that. And that will be enrolling in a couple of weeks for the September class. But a high level, what you want to be tracking is you're aware of your goal. Number one, you are tracking what your cash collected number is so far. So essentially, how much money have you received towards that goal? You're tracking your expected revenue, I call it. Some people call it receivables. So depending on your business model, maybe you have a model that's subscription or you have payment plans or anything that might make it so that you have money that you know is coming in over the next couple of months. You're going to track that and then you get to your gap to goal is what we call it. And that is the actual number that is your goal from here on out. So I told you my goal for 2023 was 300K. After tracking my cash collected and my expected receivables, I'm at 135 for the year. If I sold nothing else and received what's expected, I will make less than half of my goal, 135. So my gap to my goal of 300K is $165,000. Now, then your brain is going to have thoughts, right? Like I said, that means with four months left, I'm due to receive a little less than half of my goal. Now that's a thought, a little less than half, right? That's like the way that I'm phrasing it in my my brain. And so we have to notice and be on to ourselves with our unintentional thoughts that are popping up about this number. Expect your brain to rush in with all the drama. This is what we call the CEO drama. My unintentional thoughts about the number before I managed my mind at all were it's less than where we were at this point the last two years, not just last year, but the last two years. It's not even halfway. It feels like a long way to go. Now I'm a seasoned coach and a business owner, so I can see these thoughts from a mile away and realize that they're not useful, not factual, and not a part of my path to creating the 300K, right? So before we even begin to thought manage, let's outline the new math to the path. Oftentimes I think we need to do the math first before the mind drama. Not all coaches teach this, but I'm a full believer in the fact that a hybrid of math and strategy and mind management is really what it takes because it can help us already feel more clear and calm when we remove the vagueness of what we need to create. Doubt and fear thrive in the darkness. And if you're experiencing a lot of doubt and a lot of fear about your number, chances are you're just being vague somewhere. So Step number three is going to be to do the math to create the path. So as a recap, step number one is check in with your goal. What was your goal? My goal was 300K. Step number two is check in with your current tracking. Where are you tracking so far? And what is your gap to goal? And then step three is to do the math to create the path. So for me, my between my three offers, I figured out that the path that I want to focus on 
would look like 17 masterful CEOs between the September launch and the pre-launch for the March class in November, four more one-on-one clients, and 30 more splash pad enrollments between now and the end of the year. Now, again, just because you may have handled your irrational human reaction to your numbers in step two, doesn't mean you're done. Take a deep breath and repeat after me. You're never done being human. You'll only get more seasoned at noticing and loving yourself when you're feeling negative emotions, which I admit is amazing getting to that advanced stage alone. And my clients actually blow their minds with how calm they can be while they're in the thick of the feels, but they still feel it. And you will too, which brings us to step four. Step four is notice any doubt coming up and document it. So A, the most common thing time I see my clients doubt is if the math is not linearly tracking. So for example, let's say it's July, halfway through the year, and your goal is 200K and you're at 52K. It's like easy math for you to wrap your brain around, right? You're you're not halfway. And that way you're about 25%, 26% of the way towards your goal at the 50, at the 50% mark. Right. And so people, when they see that it's not going linearly, they start to freak out. This is your reminder that business is rarely linear. When you really think about it, can you think of any year that you've had in business? If you're a business owner that's been in business for a year plus, any month that you've had in business that's ever gone exactly as you planned? Doesn't make sense. Okay. You're not off track. You just have a different math equation to solve for. Instead of 200K in 12 months, which is the goal you set in January, the equation is now 148K in six months. Your job isn't to freak out or lower the goal necessarily. It's to be clear about what still needs to happen and if anything needs to drastically change in your plan in order to get it across the line. And if you are willing and want to do the work, that it's going to take to approach this new plan, or if you can get creative with it. We'll talk about that. So you're going to write down all of the obstacle thoughts that you're having and all of the doubtful thoughts that you're having when you look at this new math equation. If you're, if we're looking at four months left in the year and you have to create a hundred thousand dollars and your past doesn't have any evidence that you can do that. So for example, my plan in those next four months is to sign 51 clients across three different offers. I've never done that before. So my brain is naturally going to have a non-neutral reaction to it. It's going to be like, whoa, 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 like we shouldn't do this. No, no, no. Like we should just lower the goal. That feels safe because our brain is saying, oh, it's safer to not risk. We don't want to feel disappointment. We don't want to feel failure in our body. And then you get to say like, okay, well, so what's the alternative? The alternative is to just decide to fail in advance on purpose by lowering your goal and saying, no, 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 I'm not even going to try because I don't want to experience a negative emotion. I'm here to tell you that you can handle it. You can handle feeling a negative emotion. And if you've experienced in the past where you're like, no, 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 you don't understand. I like completely retreat and I fall apart. That's not what it looks like to feel a negative emotion. That's what it looks like when you're 
heavily resisting and avoiding feeling a negative emotion. It feels 10 times harder. Okay. And if you do need support and you want to continue on your path and your trajectory through success, recently I referenced over on Instagram, come and connect with me there, by the way, at Jess McKinley Wayno, uh, Wayno spelled U-I-E-N-O. I referenced an old episode that someone recently raved about episode 90 on managing your anxiety when you're achieving success. I'm going to put links to both of the episodes that I referenced in the show notes, but you can just search them in your uh, podcast app. But the important thing to remember is that you can feel negative emotions and it is worth it when you're willing to show yourself that you can feel these on the other side, continue to collect results and grow and expand you are entering into the future version of yourself. You're meeting her. You're coming to meet her. You're saying, I'm coming for you. I believe in you. Okay. So I get it. Make room for the normalcy of what's going to happen when you go through this process and you're looking at the numbers and your brain saying, whoa, the math's not making sense anymore. No, no, no. It's okay. It's not supposed to be linear. You're just going to create the new problem, the new math problem, and you're going to write down all of the thoughts that are in the way of you getting this across the line, this goal across the line. So you're going to write down all of your doubtful thoughts, thoughts like, oh my gosh, I've never done this before. Thoughts like I have vacations coming up and I don't know if I have enough time, write down everything. I don't know. My childcare is not predictable for the next couple of weeks. I don't know how to do a webinar. My website's not working. Like people just give me like a million things. And I'm like, okay, I could solve for all of those problems because I've done it with my own business in my brain. So you just have to practice overcoming these thoughts. And that's exactly what you're doing in step four. You've written down all of those doubtful thoughts, those obstacle thoughts, and then you're going to poke holes in those thoughts, counter them. So here are mine from before. It's less than where we were at this point for the last two years. 135K in August is the lowest number I've had on record in three years running my business. So my counter thought to that is I've changed a lot about my business since then, including creating a more equitable offer during pre-enrollment that I've never offered before. So this time around this year, I offered during pre-enrollment a 12 month payment plan at $500 a month for the Masterful CEO school. That was a goal of mine to make my offer more accessible and more equitable. And that means though, that I've technically sold more than 135K in receivables, but I've just pushed the collection period out past 2023. So when I focus on that thought, my brain calms down a little bit. Before going through this process that I'm giving you guys myself, my dramatic brain just threw that fact in the trash. It wants us to stop stretching and pursuing things that we haven't done yet because it feels unsafe, but you're not unsafe, okay? Collect whatever thought you can to make your drama get closer to neutral. You don't have to be all positive poly about it. We just want to be calm and just say like, oh, well, I actually changed a lot of things. It totally makes sense why I'm lower. That was a strategic move that I made and you get to 
own those choice instead of feeling at the mercy of the number, right? You feel more powerful or at the very least more neutral. Then I had the thought, it's not even halfway. We're not even halfway to the goal. My business is no longer something that will ever track linearly. That was also a choice. After this next launch that I'm having in September, I'll actually have a better picture. So I'm just a couple of weeks early from really understanding what it should quote unquote linearly even look like, even if I'm not at 75% or 65% at that point, I'm not going to make it a problem because I have made a lot of money in one day and I could just technically do that over and over again. I'm always exceeding other thoughts, other counter thoughts. I'm always exceeding my capability. Every day, every month, every quarter, I'm becoming more efficient and more successful in the way that I reach my goals. That is a thought that I choose to believe. And then I create those results to match it. Okay. So the final thought I, my brain dramatically unintentionally gave me was it feels like a long way to go. And when I think that thought, I just feels heavy and it makes me not want to do anything. It makes me want to watch Love Island and curl up under a blanket. And my counter thoughts are, you've sold eight clients in one day before. That was $42,000 in one day. The math is actually very possible to create in even less than four months. Again, giving me my final and most favorite thought, there's plenty of time, so much time. And that helps me feel neutral and then just get back to my plan and doing the plan, right? If you're brand new or you don't have any evidence in your past to back you up, like the example that I just gave, don't make that a problem either. Remember, useful thoughts only. This whole process is about using any thought that helps you feel neutral in your body. So you can use a thought like my mentor who has the same or similar offer as me creates this exact result that is my goal quicker than in four months, I'm going to borrow the possibility that she created in the world and use it to reach my goals, right? If people are buying from her at this rate, they obviously, the demand is there for my offer. We want it, okay? People want it. Now for step five, the final step, you're going to create your new belief plan. This plan is the beliefs you need to focus on in order to show up to the plan. So you might not believe them yet, which means you're going to practice until you do. Or like in the case of many of my clients, you might actually already believe them. What You might believe what it takes to show up and create your goal. You're just getting distracted and letting your dramatic thoughts get more airtime in your brain than the thoughts that need to be a part of your plan. Again not a problem. We just simply redirect as many times as it takes. I find in this process, in the step five, making my thoughts simpler and clearer, ones that bring up an emotional response, help you get back on track quicker. Here are some of my simple thoughts so that I can offer them to you and you can take anyone that resonates with you, but I really encourage you to come up with your own list. My thoughts, it's totally possible, right? About the goal. People want this. I'm not someone who phones it in. I can handle whatever negative emotions it takes to reach my goal. There's plenty of time. You guys know I love that one. Leaders go first. 
hitting this goal serves a dual purpose and also showing my clients what's possible. And finally, it's already done. Okay, let's take a brief pause because what I'm talking about here, doing the math, it may be uncomfortable for you. So I want you to know that you don't have to do it alone. My favorite way to do this work and my client's favorite way to do it is to do it together, starting as soon as this week. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, this work we're talking about, we have actual processes for you to work through it in your own business and for you to apply this work and make sure that you realign your goals and hit that goal by the end of this year, not next year or the year after that, this year. Is that something you're interested in? Because we do it at the beginner level in the splash pad and at the advanced level inside the Masterful CEO School. If you've created a minimum of 20K in your business, you're ready to get systemized and join us in the Masterful CEO School. If you've been listening for a while, I'm curious, what are you waiting for? And I don't just mean that in that like philosophical salesy, like, what are you waiting for? I mean, what actually are you waiting for in order to join us? Maybe to feel ready in your body, maybe to have more money, like a certain number that you want to magically be in the bank. But listen, playing small and thinking on such small if and when terms is keeping your business small. And investing in this six-month room of other women business owners, it levels you up instantly. We have monthly assigned worksheets to keep your tracking on track. And then weekly, we do the hardest part, exposing your drama that is dragging you and getting you back to the plan. Make sure that you don't miss your chance to apply for one of the remaining spots in the September class. We only run it twice a year and the next group won't begin until March. But listen, if you're not there yet for any reason though, join the community to launch you there. Don't just wait. The Splash Pad is a lifetime course and community that I designed to help people who are dying to join the room, but just didn't qualify yet. No big deal. You can qualify in a couple of weeks and get those results with the splash pad. Or if you just needed help creating that financial path there, the splash pad is where I've simplified all of my concepts, keeping your focus on the only two things you need to do until you're at 50 K in revenue. That is number one, experiment with different ways to serve and deliver to new clients. And number two, make some money in the process. Both links are available in the show notes or at sincerelyfutureyou.com or in the link in my Instagram bio at Jess McKinley Wayno. That's at J-E-S-S-M-C-K-Y-N-L-E-Y-U-I-E-N-O. I hope you were inspired by this five-step process towards finishing out your goal for the month or for the year, regardless of what the math says. Let the math catch up with your vision. I actually have keychains with the phrase on it to remind you. So just for fun, the next three people to leave a review on the podcast, we're actually going to mail you that keychain that says, let the math catch up with your vision because you need this reminder. And just so that I can make sure to follow up with you and get your address, make sure that once you've left a review that you either email me at sincerelyfutureyou at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram so that I can make sure to shout you out on the show. You need this reminder because setting the goal is one thing. Staying aligned with it at all points on the map 
is a skill reserved for the masterful and future you is masterful as hell. I will see you next week, darling. And remember, if this episode spoke to you, share it with someone or post it on the socials and tag me. I love connecting with you all and hearing about your progress. It lights me up and keeps my finger on the pulse of what you need so I can keep serving it up. Love and deep belief in you, my friend. Sincerely, future you and me.